what is in your heart. Matthew 15.18 says, What comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles the person. After many years of not caring about using profanity and vulgarity, the reading of Matthew 15.18 suddenly convicted me. As I read it, I thought to myself that I did not want a vulgar heart, but that is what the use of vulgarity is saying was in my heart, so I had to quit. As any habit, it was difficult to stop, but I was committed. There are still moments that my mind races to a vocabulary that I use to use, but I do my best to avoid saying those things anymore. So what is in your heart? What do you spend time considering, contemplating, meditating on, pondering? Today, the first Sunday following Christmas, is called on some calendars, the circumcision of Jesus, and on other calendars, Mary the Mother of God. When you look at our passage from the second chapter of Luke, beginning in the 16th verse, you see verses speaking of Mary's response to the shepherds, and you see Jesus being circumcised. A good message could be delivered from either of these two elements of the passage. Today we're focused on Mary, the mother of God, and her response to the shepherds. The shepherds had just arrived from their fields where they had been watching their sheep when suddenly the announcing angel appeared in the sky and said to them, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is well pleased. When the shepherds heard these messages from the angel and heavenly host, the shepherds went to Bethlehem to see what they had been told. Origen describes the scene, saying, They hastened, not proceeding cautiously, nor at a slow pace. They went. Thus they found Joseph, who arranged matters for the Lord's birth, and Mary, who bore Jesus in childbirth, and the Savior himself lying in a manger. When they arrived, they saw everything just as they had been told they would. They found Mary and Joseph in the house, and the child Jesus lying in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes, just as the angel had explained to them. When they saw everything, just as they had been told, the Bible in verse 17 tells us they made known the saying that they had been told concerning this child. They told everybody. Luke goes on to say that all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. The crowd, the people of Bethlehem, Mary and Joseph's own family members, could not comprehend this message of a Savior being born, the Messiah in their midst, that finally the separation of God from humanity was ended and God was with the, with us, Emmanuel, Christ the Savior, God and man, inseparably joined together, fully God and fully man, Jesus the Son of Mary, Mary the Mother of the Redemption, Mary the Mother of God. This was too much to take in. It was overwhelming information. All those that heard wondered at what the shepherds were saying. It did not make any sense. They did not understand. They were baffled. 
And all of that is totally understandable. Here we are, 2,000 years later, over 2,000 years later, with all of those years of grappling with how God could become man for us and be born of a virgin. But we're blessed with all of that time, with all of that understanding and development of the faith, and we can be blessed with that faith, and although not understand all the details, we can at least believe and have it make a sense, even while still a mystery. Those there that day had only the word of some shepherds, and that was plain not enough. But then there was Mary. In case you're wondering, along with the singers of and all the fans of the song, Mary, Did You Know? The answer is yes, of course she did. And this passage gives us one reason why we know that Mary did indeed know. Mary was not confused. Mary was not baffled. Mary did not sit around and wonder at what the shepherds said. None of what they said was a surprise to her. Mary heard the words of the shepherds and treasured them and pondered them in her heart. What the shepherds said matched with what Angel Gabriel said to Mary in the Annunciation, what her cousin Elizabeth said to her as she approached, and John the Baptist danced in the in his mother's womb as Mary, the Ark of the New Covenant, approached, and went what Mary sang in reply in her own Magnificat, all of which can be read in the first chapter of Luke. Mary treasured these words and pondered them in her heart. Mary preserved all of these words. She kept them, cherished them in her heart. I asked at the beginning of this message what was in your heart. I pray that your heart is filled with the materials of faith. As the early church father Ambrose, quoted by Thomas Aquinas, said, Let us learn the chastity of the Virgin in all things, who no less chaste in her words than in her body, gathered up in her heart the materials of faith. Let us follow Mary's example and be chaste in the gathering of things into our hearts only allowing in what will bless and foster the growth of faith. As Paul encouraged the Philippians, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, meditate on these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen.